Good morning. I am excited to share this topic with you. Today we're going to be talking about self-love. A little more in depth than how you're thinking. And more so in a selfless way, not selfish, like the world wants you to perceive. So let's get into it. All right, let's get into it. Self-love. So, you know, I really got a different perspective of self-love once I found my identity of who I was in Christ and then really studied the greatest commandments, which the first one is love God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. And the second is love your neighbor as you love yourself. And what really stuck out to me was loving your neighbor as you love yourself. And I meditated on that, you know, and I asked God, well, if I'm to love my neighbor as I love myself, then I need to learn to love myself first. And the only way that I can do that is by fulfilling the first commandment of loving God with everything and all of my being and allowing him to show me what that love looks like so that I can not only receive it for myself, but it can be reflected and I can show that love to other people. And, you know, as he took me through that journey of showing me this, he showed me that it's more than just taking time and taking a bubble bath. It's more than going and getting my nails done. Those are all great because, you know, in my top love languages, acts of service is one of my tops. So I love being able to do that for myself. But self-love, you know, the world makes you think when you're doing things for yourself, you're being selfish, you know, you need to do for others first. But like I shared, if I'm truly to love others as I love myself, I have to learn to love myself first. Otherwise, everything that is in that is in me, I'm going to be projecting it onto others. If there's hurt in me and I'm angry, I'm going to be projecting it to others. And I'm not going to be able to meet people where they are like Jesus meets us where we are. I'm not going to be able to show the love of God and who he is if I'm busy carrying or if I'm burdened by carrying bitterness from unforgiveness or, um, <clears throat> excuse me, or brokenness, you know, and it's hard to love people as yourself when you have that all, all inside. So, you know, God showed me that self-love has to do with your entire being. Mentally, how are you loving yourself? Are you going to the word daily and are you pouring into yourself the proper way, you know, with your creator, with words of truth and life? Emotionally, are you allowing Holy Spirit to give you the fruit of the Spirit? All the fruits, love, peace, joy, kindness, gentleness, goodness, faithfulness, all of that. Or are you allowing your 
emotions of hurt and anger and sadness to overwhelm that where you're not able to allow Holy Spirit to share the fruits with you. You know, it's our choice. And God gave us emotion to feel different things in this experience we call life. And it's okay to feel sad. It's okay to feel mad. It's okay, you know, to feel hurt. But it's not okay to let it fester. Almost like a wound, you know, because we do get wounded. And some wounds you cannot see. But it's not okay to let it fester. Instead, we have to take it to the great physician. And that is God. And allow him to heal and pour his love into us so that we can receive it and then we can share it with other people you know and as he was teaching me this he showed me that you know we've heard hurt people hurt people but he also showed me that healed people heal people and he's the great physician but we can be the nurses under him to heal those around us. We go through things so that we can help others that are going through those things. Our test becomes a testimony and it could be the very testimony that heals others and brings them back to God or brings them to God in the first place. And it can be hard. I know. It can be very hard. But as I was saying, you know, self-love physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. What are we doing physically? What are you doing physically to show love to yourself? Are you feeding your body the proper fuel that it needs? We're all different. We all function differently. Different foods fuel us differently. But we do know healthy foods from the bad foods, foods that can later cause sickness and disease or foods that were created to heal your body because God, oh my gosh, God created us wonderfully because we have the ability to heal ourselves through food, through things that we do, things that we incorporate in our daily lives, going outside getting fresh air and sunlight because when God created man he created man in a garden not in a house not in a hospital in a garden surrounded by everything that they need and spiritually how are you feeding yourself love there and what's really awesome is they're all connected Because your physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual self, that's all one being. What area can you show more love to yourself in? Which we could all spend more time with Jesus. Emotionally, how can you pour love into yourself? Is it creating an emotional journal? Is it writing out your feelings? Is it, you know, to help you process more? Is it going and having a good cry with God? I I love doing that. You know, it's a cleanse to my soul because I'm just crying out to my father. 
you know, physically, is there something that you need to change up so that you're healthy and you're able to do what God's called you to do? You can do things with your kids that other people would say, oh, it's just old age. Well, I've seen some 50, 60 year olds that have jogged and put the right foods in their body that they do not look their age. And I told Joshua, I was like, I want that to be me. I want to be healthy like that in my body. Beating at the right foods, doing the right movements, actions that are healthy for my body. And then mentally, you know, if you have to write out your thoughts to show love to yourself, if you have to write out in sticky notes or on your mirror affirmations um, that align with God's word, you know, not so much I am smart, but, you know, I am as wise as God makes me or has made me or and if you want to line it up with scripture. I'm actually fixing to do this for my kids because one's a teen and one's a preteen. And, you know, these are some tough years that I feel like Satan comes in to create a wedge to even still kill and destroy so that we don't walk into adulthood knowing who we are. So many teens can lose their identity, you know, and it's my job to show my kids who they are as God created them to be. Not as the world says, not even as I say, I tell them that all the time because sometimes my words may fail, but the only words that never fail are God's, which is why learning to love yourself, you have to start with the first commandment. And a lot of it starts with spiritual health, going to God first. As I've shared before, you know, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you. Not some, not many, but all. When you love to, when you learn to love yourself in that way, you unlock healing. And a lot of learning to love yourself, you have to kind of peel back layers of where you haven't loved yourself. And even reflect back on times that where you've actually hurt yourself rather than show love to yourself. This also requires going through the journey of forgiveness. Are you harboring unforgiveness for somebody or are you harboring unforgiveness for yourself? Was there something that you did in the past that you're just holding on to and it makes you feel like a failure or it makes you feel like, well, I've tried it before, but then I fail myself. So why try again? That's where the goodness of God comes in and in his grace because he loves you no matter what he never leaves you or forsakes you he says that in his word there's nothing that you cannot do that he will not be there for you you're covered by grace you can walk away from it but he will never leave you he will never take his grace from you he will never take his protection from you you simply walk away from it And he stays there waiting for you to come back. Because a lot of times we think, oh, I got this, Lord. I got it. I can do it. But it's like, you know what? I can't do this without you. Because I may be good for a little bit, but then I stumble. I need your light to shine in every area. Because they're going to be nights that are darker than others and I need the light in his light we find healing and we find love for ourselves 
and for others. And once we learn to love ourselves, we can learn to love others. But until then, it's going to be hard to love others as we love ourselves. Even family. Family that has said or done hurtful things. But if we hold on to that one thing, if we're holding even just one thing against somebody, you're hurting yourself. If the faith of a mustard seed can move a mountain, the bitterness of a mustard seed in your heart, because it can wreak havoc, because you'll always go back to that one thing that somebody did to you. This is why we have to take everything to God, surrender it to Him, and tell Him, create in me a clean heart. Reveal to me any hidden agenda that I have in there and take it from me. I want to love as you love. I want to love so-and-so as you love. They may have hurt me, Father, but I have hurt others as well. And you have forgiven me, so help me to forgive them. And as you do that, you're also receiving love for yourself. Then you're able to reflect that love. God's love for other people. And I know in the world, which I used to think, you know, if I do stuff for myself, then I'm selfish because... I need to be doing for others. I need to be doing for others because that's what the world tells us. And yes, God put us here as servants to do for others. But we can't do for others if we're not doing for ourselves first. Because we cannot give out of an empty cup. We cannot pour out of an empty cup. You have to receive before you can give. Like I shared earlier, you know, I did bubble baths and going to get my nails done because acts of service was part of my top three love languages. And... As God took me on this self-love journey, you know, he showed me, you know, it's not just one certain part of self-love. It's my entire being, like my physical, my mental, my emotional state, my spiritual, all of that. I need to be doing something that pours into all of that. And I can use my love languages because how we speak love is usually how we want to receive it. But a lot of times it gets misinterpreted or misunderstood because that's not how another person receives love receives love if you haven't taken the love language quiz I will provide a link so that you guys can take it I love that Gary Chapman did this Um, it's incredible but you can take the love language quiz and you can even write out you know I like to focus on my top three but you can write out examples of each that you can do for your physical self your mental your emotional being, and then even spiritual. What can you do in those areas to pour love into yourself? So you can receive that love so that you can express that love to those around you. So that the second greatest commandment comes easier because you've learned to love yourself. When you carry a heart of surrender and a heart of servitude and gratitude and generosity, as you carry it for yourself, And I know some days are hard. I know it's easier said than done. Trust me. I fail some days to love myself. I fail some days to love others as God loves them. And I have to retreat back to my secret place with Jesus and ask for forgiveness and repent. And ask him 
to show me what I could have done differently. And a lot of times I know right away because Holy Spirit convicts me. And then, you know, he's like, where are you not receiving from me for yourself first? And I have to go back and realize, oh, I, I didn't do this with you today or believed lies and deception over your word and truth over my life. Therefore, I went out and hurt people instead of heal people and show your love. Self-love is not meant to be selfish as the world portrays it to be. It's meant to be selfless. It's meant to help you grow. It's meant for God to continue to mold you into who he's created you to be. Because as you seek to love yourself, you're seeking to understand that love. And God is love, so when we seek him first, all these things will be added unto you. Then you'll be able to show others. And then, instead of your heart coming from a place of judgment, it comes from a place of grace, wrapped in love. And in that is forgiveness and mercy, just like God gives us. It's incredible. It really is. That's just a little bit. But I hope that in this you're encouraged to learn to love yourself a little more. Learn to see yourself as God sees you. Learn to receive his grace as he's already freely given you. Because I know when someone hurts you, it's easy to look at the hurt and magnify it. But when you shift your focus with love being the antidote for that hurt, who can heal that hurt? When you magnify him over the hurt, healing starts coming and you're receiving the healing. And you're able to break away from bondage and walk in freedom. It's just incredible to live out the love that God gives to be able to extend that to others who don't know him who've never experienced him people can't experience God if you're carrying hurt there's too much hurt in the world you are his masterpiece take care of yourself and love yourself so that you can show others how to do the same not in a selfish manner but selflessly all right, friend, until next time, hope you have a blessed week.